بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم Living the Qur'an through the Living Qur'an An audio-visual translation of Tafsir al-Nur of Sheikh Mohsen Karaati Translated by Salim Bimji and edited by Arif Huda. Audio version read out by the translator In this 22-part series, we will be reviewing chapter 58 of the Noble Qur'an Surah Al-Mujadila, The Pleading Woman Part 3 Reconciliation those who declare their wives unlawful for them by using that abhorred expression and thereafter wish to go back on the words they have uttered must free a slave before they, the spouses, have physical contact with each other. This is what you are urged to do, and Allah is fully aware of what you do, so do not seek to evade this act of penitence and expiation for your wrong. Thinking Points the freeing of a slave has been mentioned in the Qur'an as a form of expiation for a religious offense for the unintentional killing of an individual, as is seen in Surah An-Nisa chapter 4 verse number 92, and also for the taking of an inappropriate oath, as seen in the Qur'an in Surah Al-Ma'idah chapter 5 verse 89, and in the case of Zihar as is seen in this chapter of the Qur'an. The meaning of what you are advised to do refers to a warning or a reminder and in actuality it is a blessing given to humanity to allow the spiritual heart of the listener to soften so as to be able to accept what they are being told. And such an admonition has a special place in the teachings of Islam. In the first example, we see that Allah provides such inspirational guidance. And this is seen in Surah An-Nisa chapter 4 verse 58 in which Allah says, Allah commands you to deliver trusts including public and professional duties of service, to those entitled to them, and when you judge between people, to judge with justice. How excellent is what Allah exhorts you to do. Assuredly, Allah is all-hearing, all-seeing. In a second example from the Qur'an, from Surah An-Nisa, chapter 4, verse 63, Allah provides the following uh, inspirational guidance from the words of the Prophet. Such are the ones, Allah knows what is in their hearts, so withdraw from them, do not care what they say and do, and continue to admonish them, and say to them profound words touching their very souls. In point number three, which is seen in Surah Al-Imran, chapter 3, verse 138, the Quran also points that it is a book of inspirational guidance, where God says, This Quran is a clear exposition of the truth for mankind to follow, and a means of guidance, and an exhortation to those who guard against evil and are dutiful to Allah and to humanity. In addition, we must realize that there are various types of inspirational guidance. Example number one is through the power of speaking, such as what is seen in the Quran when Luqman spoke to his son, and this is found in chapter 31, Surah Luqman, verse 13, in which it is mentioned. Remember when Luqman said to his son by way of advice and instruction, My dear son, do not associate partners with Allah. Surely associating partners with Allah is indeed a tremendous wrong. In the second example, we see that through one's practical actions, which in the hadith has actually been emphasized as the right course, as we should not suffice with inviting people to do good actions simply through our words, we must also do so with our own deeds. And in the hadith it's mentioned, 
be inviters of people to all goodness through the means of other than speaking. And the third example is through warning and the threat of retribution. Just as we see in this verse of the Quran in which a, a slave must be freed, and that this is a way to learn a lesson in which God has said, this is what you are urged to do. Surah Al-Mujadila 58 verse number 3. Now when it comes to family issues, the Quran lays special emphasis on such inspirational guidance. At the first level, it tells men to use this form of guidance, in which God says in the Quran, and this is found in Surah An-Nisa chapter 4 verse 34, As for those women from whose determined disobedience and breach of their marital obligations you have reason to fear, admonish them to do what is right. In regards to divorce, the Quran advises that after the waiting period, the idda has come to a close, that the man and the woman must either reconcile and get back together or separate, but that this must be done with justice and goodness. And this is seen in Surah At-Talaq, chapter 65, verse number 3, in which God says, Anyone who believes in Allah in the last day is exhorted to act so. The third example is in the issue of the divorce known as Zihar. In, once again, men are advised. And God says in Surah Al-Mujadila, chapter 58, verse 3, This is what you are urged to do. And number four is where the interaction between the parents with their children must also be based on this trait. And we see this in the Quran in Surah Luqman, chapter 31, verse 13, in which God mentions, Remember when Luqman said to his son by way of advice and instruction, Takeaway Messages 1. During the pre-Islamic era of Jahiliyyah, men used to oppress women. 2. There are no dead ends in Islam, and as such, everyone is able to return back to the right path after erring. 3. Having penalties is a way to ensure that laws are not trampled upon, and it is a way to control criminals in the society. 4. One must not say just anything and everything to their spouse. There are some words which when said necessitate a religious penalty, kafara, and thus we have a responsibility to be careful of what we say and to who. 5. Cruelty to one's spouse has a penalty that must be paid. 6. Islam has sought to use every opportunity to free slaves. 7. In order to safeguard the sanctity of the family, Islam has put in place penalties which must be paid based on one's destructive actions. 8. Preventing people from doing bad things is not always performed by the use of words. Rather, sometimes it is through the enacting of penalties that one must be advised and instructed. 9. The penalties which are seen in the Islamic legal code are not meant as a form of retaliation, but rather they are there to educate and guide. 10. When it comes to paying the penalty for one's crimes, there must not be any attempt to trick or deceive, and so we must keep in mind that Allah is all-knowing. In our next discussion, we will review verse number 4.